Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Time, Love, Coffee, Peace. This is your host, Lisa Marie Cherko, and I am very, very happy to be back with you again and to be speaking with you um, for where, from wherever you're joining me, and whether it's the United States or anywhere around the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, you know, first, I would like to actually direct all of you to something special that I created, which is for everyone on the dementia journey. Please check out, when you get a chance, my newest virtual cruising conference. It is now available on my website, careplanet.co, for you to purchase and download. So you can just head over there if this is something that you may be interested in if you have a family member, a loved one, a friend, or if you yourself are on the dementia journey, head over to careplanet, C-A-R-E-P-L-A-N-E-T dot C-O and click the events tab on the top and you will find my special virtual conference, virtual cruising conference. I am actually running a sale right now extended from Cyber Monday all the way through the holidays and what you'll receive is three and a half hours of content that includes everything. Um, we have wonderful sessions here from eight speakers, everything on um, how to enhance your brain health, to creative care partnering with art, to the power of positivity, and so much more. And this content is provided by myself. I am one of the speakers and seven other speakers who are all experts in the field of dementia care. So I'm very proud of this event and I'm, I'm very thankful for my all-star speaker staff. Uh, they did a wonderful job and shared so much of their expertise and their hearts and their compassion. And I know that you too will be inspired and empowered by this content. So I encourage you to take advantage of this unique virtual cruise and conference today. Head on over to careplanetagain.co to find all of that. So next, folks, moving on to this episode of Time, Love, Coffee, Peace. Uh, wow, um, this is a big topic, and uh, I've explored it a little bit in some of my other episodes, but the title of this episode is Lost and Found, and this is what I want to explore with you right now. You know, um, we all experience loss in our lives, as you know. It's part of the human condition. But what's on the other side of loss? Or should I say what can be on the other side of loss? Um, you know, this topic, I suppose, is top of mind for me because we're living through a global pandemic right now. And probably also because I am of the age where I am looking back at all the chapters of my life. And also, too, we're in a season of hope right now with Christmas being just a, a few days from today. So hope is wrapped around loss, which I think is something important to keep in mind. So I'm going to begin uh, with a question. When you're lost, when you fall off of life's path, how do you find yourself? How do you find your way again? Not an easy answer, not a, not a brief answer to give, not a short answer. It's a complicated answer. Well, I believe the truth is that some of us, some of us will find our way again, and some of us won't. Some of us will rise to the occasion and be the heroine or the hero of our lives, 
And unfortunately, and sadly, some of us won't. And you know what, folks, that's okay. This lifetime, after all, is all about learning. And, you know, as you've heard said before, I'm sure, the lessons keep coming back to us until we learn them and they will show up differently, but they will always return until you can actually absorb the wisdom and grow from those lessons. You know, it's all good. They're all good, even though they may seem horrific and every shade in between. It's all good. It's all here to to help us to grow. You know, um, there's no judgment here. We're all just trying to to live and be the best version of ourselves during this lifetime. I think most of you can agree with me on that. And, you know, if you think you've lost your compass or you just can't get back up, I encourage you to turn inward. So why inward? Well, the answer is because your amazing shining self, sometimes referred to as your higher self, so not your ego self, your higher self, will always show you the way if you have the courage to listen to what that higher self is saying and separate out all the other stuff that's clouded around it. Not an easy task. Not an easy task. Um, now let's pivot over to how loss feels is something I wanted to, to chat about a little bit or how, how it can feel for some of us. I've got a couple different ways that I'd like to describe it. Uh, loss can feel a myriad of ways. Now here's one way. Did you ever go outside at night in the winter <laughs> with no jacket and maybe it's 20, 25 degrees. Okay. And maybe to look at the moon or empty your garbage and, um, take a little walk down your driveway, whatever. And the wind is whipping around and you feel that cold that goes right through your bones. And you look around you and in your backyard, your front yard, looking down the street, everything looks, it's middle of winter, everything looks empty and lost with winter set upon it. And, and, and the flowers are gone, the trees are bare and memories just flood in. And then you remember you're cold and you have to get back inside. And you're very glad once you get back in, you shut the door, lights are on, you have this warm, cozy home to go back into. But suppose you didn't. Suppose you had to stay outside and sit alone in that barren coldness. So that's, that's, that's one way to describe loss. You know, loss can also feel, there's just so many different ways. Um, it's going to feel different for everyone. What does loss feel like for you? Have you ever thought about it? Have you thought about that feeling? Maybe it's, it's a feeling in your heart or the pit of your stomach. Maybe it's an image that you have um, that just keeps playing itself in your head, or it's a particular color that paints everything in front of you. There's just so many ways, a myriad of ways, again, that loss can feel for us and inside of us. You know, we're, we're born, right? We drop into this lifetime and we can become broken along the way. And we usually do, but we're really here to use up all the beautiful gifts and talents that were given to us, granted to us during this lifetime, everything that was bestowed upon us. You know, a friend of mine, a gentleman by the name of Jack Fussell, who's an amazing individual 
that I had the honor of interviewing on one of my Time Love Coffee Piece episodes called Talking the Talk and Walking the Walk with Jack Fussell. I highly recommend this episode by the folks. By the way, folks, um, check it out. Listen to it when you get the chance. It's a great episode. Jack's an amazing guy. Jack shared with me during that episode when I interviewed him a wonderful Irma Bombeck quote. And it's, it's one of Jack's credos. And here it is. I'm, I'm going to, to read it to you. And I quote from the great, late, great Irma Bombeck. When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left, but could say I've used everything you gave me, unquote. That's, that's just, think about that for a moment. That really makes one stand back and ponder the meaning of life, in my opinion. I, I just love that quote as well. I had heard it before uh, Jack spoke to me about it. Um, I'd forgotten about it. It's just one of those just really amazing quotes. So I want you to, I wanted to leave that with you and have you just put that on a shelf and think about that. We all really, really want that, right? Um, we we want to use up those gifts and talents and, and that's what we're here to do. But we, we get off track, you know, it's, it's inevitable as human beings that that's going to happen. Now I have another example for you. Um, when we're talking about, I shared that quote, now I'm talking more about loss So inevitably, you know, when we talk about loss, we have to talk about grief. And this is a little bit of both. Do you recall the ending scene from the film, The Godfather, part two? Okay. Now, the Godfather film series directed by Francis Ford Coppola, as you know, has won numerous Academy Awards and and other awards as well for a reason. These films are, are still considered cinematic masterpieces today, regardless of how you feel about the storyline. Now, in my opinion, at the heart of these films is a story about family. Now, specifically, uh, lasering in on Godfather Part Two. Okay, if you are familiar with that scene, if you're not, I'm going to replay it for you. Okay, um, the ending scene of of the film. In that scene, Michael is thinking. Michael Corleone is thinking back on his life. And he's reviewing these scenes, going all the way back to to Italy, so masterfully done by Coppola, okay? And the family before they came to America. And then there's the dining room scene. And uh, Abe Vigoda brings in uh, Marlon Brando's birthday cake. And the family's all gathered around, all the brothers are there. And... Sonny introduces um, Carlo, et cetera, et cetera. So the family, and everyone is younger and things are much different in the Corleone family, much different. So Michael is reminiscing as he sits on this chair. But it also feels to me like loss and grief, that review of all those pages of one's life. It's very dramatic to me. To me. It, it is dramatic, period. Um Again, very well done by Coppola. And, it, and there's a sadness there. There's a grief there. All the way until the scene fades to black. And as Michael's sitting, it shows him, um, you, you're going to assume it's late autumn. There's this autumn light around him. And as it fades to, ba- to black, and then you hear that emotional score play in the background, you can look at the scene in a lot of different ways. Um, but th- that's the way that I see it, the scenes of our life. You know, we all have these beginning to ending scenes like pages in a book 
and Michael's reviewing all of this and you don't really know what's going through his mind. But in my opinion, there's, there's some sadness, there's some grief. He's, he's got a lot on his mind, but it's fascinating. Um, It's fascinating to me. And it's, um, you know, we all, again, we all have these ending scenes in our lives. All you have to do is, is close your eyes and see the beginning. You can, you can see the film of your own life, you know, from whatever you can remember back to. If you're blessed to remember back to the time when you were a toddler, you know, and, and all of your family scenes, your get togethers, your holidays, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all those beautiful, beautiful scenes in your life. And, um, you can see it flash before your eyes, or you can review those pages slowly. And again, as I, as I'm, you know, at this stage in my life, I think that's why I'm feeling more sentimental about looking back, you know, and reviewing that, that, that life review, you know, there's, there's beauty with all of that. There's sadness and there's grief because you're thinking, oh, so-and-so is not here anymore. Oh, I remember that. Oh, but we can't do that anymore because that ended or, you know, even the things that we have lost through COVID, some of them, this COVID pandemic, some of them will return. And in some ways, some of them won't, you know, there's beauty in all that was, and we have to remember and have that great gratitude for all of those beautiful moments, for all of those beautiful things. So that needs to be a part and not forgotten about of our total experience with loss um, that I'm talking about here in this lost and found episode. You know, I believe that simple gratitude, that simple gratitude for what we had in our lives that may have ended or disappeared. I think it's important just to have, you know, one in one hand and one in the other. They can certainly exist um, side by side. So let's review uh, briefly. What are some things that we lose? Okay, so here's a short list that I came up with. Our health, relationships, jobs, our bearings in life, our livelihood, our sense of self, our independence, our confidence, our loved ones, our self-esteem, or our joy of living. There's just this example of a few things. Now let's talk about finding ourselves and getting back to our center. When sudden losses like death, disease, as I mentioned before, job loss, et cetera, enter our lives. What happens when we don't have a compass to lead us back? What then? Okay. A figurative compass I'm talking about, you know, a compass to, to point our way when we just don't know what to do next. Well, I believe that we're never truly lost to answer the question. Instead, that we're all just continuously finding ourselves. Think about what your compass is. Again, not, not, not the one on your phone, not the literal compass. The one that serves to guide you, your guiding light on your life path. What's on the other side of all this loss? And what about your compass? Well, I believe it's all about healing. And that it can take many forms, this healing, that it happens differently with everyone. So on the other side of the loss is healing. What does that compass help us do? It helps us to heal. And when you're ready for the healing, the healing will be ready for you. When you embrace the healing, 
You'll be on the path of finding your way of putting back together what's broken and what has been lost so that it can be put back together and healed. Now, I've experienced loss over the past year, as I'm sure many of you have. You know, and we can't talk about loss without also talking about grief. What I believe, I do believe it's true what they say, that what we love is never truly lost. I believe that 100%. Now, getting back to talking briefly about grief, I recently had the joy of seeing the Turner Classic Movies TV network tribute called TCM Remembers. And these are done every year, and I happen to catch it on TV. And it was for everyone in the movie business, you know, from actors to directors, et cetera, who passed away in 2020. And they did such a beautiful job with it. They coupled it with scenes and dialogue and photos from, from the films of, of these departed folks. It was really beautiful, I have to say, you know, and it was also very emotional, as you can imagine, to watch. I didn't know every single person, but wow, it was just a beautiful look at their, at their lives and, and their work what they were so passionate about, you know, um, my dear listeners, you probably have your own personal list that you're thinking about right now of loss as well from 2020. There may be loved ones on it, friends on it, who you've lost over the past year and other things in your life that have lost or been diminished or disappeared altogether. And getting back to, to grief, uh, I have to say, I have to say, I, I, I've been stunned by the number of famous people who have passed away in 2020, you know, from poets, playwrights, actors, uh, recording artists, et cetera, et cetera, people in, from all walks of life. Uh, the New York Times did a wonderful job compiling an overview of some of these well-known people. I encourage you to check it out when you get a chance. And just today, as I re record this episode, we have the sad news of the passing of the great American writer, Joan Didion, at age 87. So, you know, we're all going to have a list of loss. It is just part of our human experience. And on the other, on the other side of that, there's something very special that we have to embrace. So let's wrap to, to, let's wrap all of this up, this being lost and getting found business, right? Let, let's wrap this up. And in, in doing so, it's not easy. I think I could probably talk for three hours about this, but um, I ask you to please be gentle and forgiving with yourself and remind yourself that you are a human being. You're not a machine. You're not a robot. Okay. And more importantly, you are a spiritual being having a human experience, and you're on a journey. It's a long and winding road. And please don't forget that life calls us to be brave, always to be brave. So please, dear listeners, be brave. And keep in mind that freedom and joy are always what's waiting for you on the other side of loss. And with that, I wish you happy holidays, a very Merry Christmas, and a wonderful, prosperous, healthy, and joyful new year in 2022. 
And as always, I wish you all green lights. Take good care.